Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about rebels with a cause. Today, we're talking about a woman who provided health care to vulnerable communities when they needed it most. She worked tirelessly around the country and across the globe, advocating for civil rights and public health. Let's talk about Dr. Dorothy Farabee. Dorothy Farabee was born in Norfolk, Virginia on October 10, 1898, but she spent most of her childhood in Boston. She grew up surrounded by black middle-class professionals. Within her family, there were eight attorneys. Her uncle was the first black man to graduate from Harvard Law School. But despite all the legal talk around her, Dorothy knew she wanted to be a doctor from a young age. As a kid, she would nurse sick animals back to health, and her mother and grandmother encouraged her passion. In 1916, Dorothy enrolled at Simmons College. She joined the historically black sorority Alpha Kappa Alpha and graduated Simmons with honors in 1920. Soon thereafter, she enrolled at Tufts University College of Medicine. She was one of just five women in her class. When she graduated in 1924, she was also one of the five top students. Despite her academic success, it was difficult for Dorothy to find a hospital to work at. Most hospitals didn't want to hire a black woman as a doctor. Eventually, she began working as an obstetrician at Freedman's Hospital in Washington, D.C. It was one of the only black-run hospitals in D.C., and it later became part of Howard University's medical school. Dorothy made sure her female patients had access to contraception and received comprehensive sex education. After working with her patients for a while, Dorothy recognized the lack of adequate medical care within D.C.'s Black community. Some Black neighborhoods, like D.C.'s Capitol Hill, did not even receive ambulance service. The city already had settlement houses, institutions that provided health care, child care, and education to low-income residents. But these houses exclusively catered to white people. So in 1929, Dorothy founded Southeast Neighborhood House, a settlement house for the Black community. Beyond providing medical care to the community, the house also served as a daycare where working mothers could drop their kids off and had a playground where Black kids could play. In 1930, Dorothy married Claude Thurston Farabee. As Dorothy was entering her new marriage, the U.S. was sliding into the Great Depression. The economic downturn especially affected Black Americans. In the rural South, black sharecroppers were getting pushed out of work by their white peers. So in the summer of 1935, Dorothy began the Mississippi Health Project. Dorothy and volunteers recruited from her sorority journeyed through the Jim Crow South to reach the Mississippi Delta. There, they spent weeks providing free medical care to black sharecroppers and their families. The whole project was paid for by Dorothy's sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha. It was incredibly dangerous, but Dorothy went to Mississippi for seven summers. Over the course of her work, she immunized 15,000 children against smallpox and diphtheria. Dorothy and her volunteers earned widespread praise for their efforts. Eleanor Roosevelt even invited Dorothy to the White House. But Dorothy wasn't just providing on-the-ground care to folks who needed it. She was also working on a national scale to change American policy for the better. 
1949, she became the president of the National Council of Negro Women. There, she created a nine-point program outlining a plan for how Black Americans would secure their civil rights through education and legislation. She did all of this while also working a full-time job at the hospital. Her growing professional commitments graded on her husband, Claude, who wanted her to spend more time at home. And in 1950, soon after the tragic death of their 18-year-old daughter, Dorothy and Claude got divorced. Dorothy continued working towards a more equitable future. She became a medical consultant for the Peace Corps and the State Department. And she traveled all over the globe, from Europe to South America to Africa, advocating for better health education, civil rights, and inclusive social reform. Dorothy died on September 14, 1980. Throughout her lifetime, she continuously found ways to overcome challenges and to help the people in her community. In one interview, two years before she died, she said, In our family, there was never a question of couldn't. All month, we're talking about Rebels with a Cause. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. As always, we're taking a break for the weekend. Talk to you on Monday.